And then I woke up and I was like, oh man, it never happened. <laughs> That's on the dream. That's a nightmare. A modern podcast where Chris and Mike talk about TV, movies, superheroes, and everything in between. It's time for Superhero Slate. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Superhero Slate, the show where we run down the latest superhero entertainment news. We love TV, movies, and superheroes, so let's talk it all out. My name is Chris Dillard. And my name's Mike Royer. And we have Star Wars rumors today, Mike. Oh, we have rumors. I know, Marvel clarifications, which I like even better. And, <laughs> and the latest information on the not-so-demanded Hasbro Cinematic Universe. I love how, like, I love rumors and you love clarification. Yeah, well, that's why we work. You like to speculate, and I'm like, I need facts. <laughs> I need the truth. You can't handle the truth, Mike. Yeah. Man, it's kind of funny. I was I was uh, breezing through the show notes a little bit for today, and I've noticed um, uh, we've, we've we've kind of calmed down a little bit in comparison to the past couple weeks we've had. You know, we we've had like a, a crazy whole month dedicated to like Daredevil and Batman vs Superman, and all the all the news coming out of those movies, uh-huh. and then we had all these trailers last week. We had so many trailers last week, and we even got a couple more this week. Uh, but I feel like we're, um, uh, I guess you might say the calm before the storm because uh, Civil War is going to be next week. Yes. So um, yeah, I agree with you. I was looking at our, our site earlier uh, because you did some updating and uh, we now have the Google Play link on there, which is really awesome, by the way. I like mm-hmm. it. And we are now a full month away from our, our spoiler cast. There are no spoiler casts on our front page after today. Um, mm-hmm. which feels weird because it feels like we just did that yesterday to me. <laughs> but we're about to get down to doing, what, one spoiler cast a month coming up here, if not more. Mm-hmm. Um, and Civil War is so close. Like, someone um, in my comic book store saw it at one of the early screenings, and uh, I, he was like, oh, you know what I really liked about the movie? And I'm like, la, 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 and walked out <laughs> of the store before he could say anything. So I was like, yeah. nope, not doing this today, man. Yeah, I don't know how these people keep sneaking into these screenings like so so early. I was at the um, I was at work and um, I hear like a, a very uh, slight gasping because uh, one of my coworkers wanted to ask my other coworkers very excitedly about Civil War um, that they got to see, and then they started chatting away, and I had to like. I had to like reach for my earbuds as quick as possible. I threw them in, and I just hit play on the first thing that started playing audio on my computer. And I was just like, oh, no. And then people kept uh, trying to talk to me, so I had to keep taking these earbuds out. So I had to concentrate on this one person while trying to block out a Civil War conversation on the other side of me. And I was just like, oh, it was crazy. It was ridiculous. Uh, this is the downside to, to making these movies come out a little bit. Uh, early for some yeah again I, I mean there are benefits again i feel marvel is confident enough to put it out early but for us common folk who can't mm-hmm. seem to get you know early tickets no matter how hard we try like yeah it's it's just a, a full-time job ignoring that stuff so yes uh, i mean especially because like you know i make these news notes and you scroll down into an article and then there's like a little gif of of, of something from the movie or a, a tv spot and i'm like oh my god i saw it already i can't i can't take it back yeah, you can't you can't unsee it. I can't. You know, but um, I wanted to talk a little bit uh, before we got into the news, um, a little bit of a, a public service announcement where we're getting into the summer movie season, and you know, once the summer movie season tails off, uh, these movies are going to start being available on the internet to download illegally. And I've started to notice we're getting to that that time now where it's kind of pointless to pirate movies anymore because they're so easily available on the web now. So, like, we, we kind of went through the same thing with music. Like, people don't really pirate music anymore because it's just, like, silly. You can subscribe to, like, any number of services for, like, 10 bucks a month, which back in the day that was, like, a CD, you know. And you get basically all of the music ever. Like, even Spotify now has the entire Beatles category. So you can't even use the excuses of, like, oh, some of the best music ever made out there isn't even available for streaming. You know it is. So the music went that way. And now I feel like movies are finally there. Like, the last couple movies that I've watched, I've either gotten them from Redbox or all I did was I just went on YouTube, I typed in the name of the movie, and then, bam, right inside of YouTube's player, I could just pay them, like, $5 and I could rent the movie and watch it in HD and I had it, like, instantly right away. So 
basically trying to say you don't need to pirate movies anymore. Start paying for your movies, people. But I'm I'm personally not saying I am innocent because I'm hoping for things to trickle down to TV shows. So TV shows, since they're really heavily uh, embedded in a schedule, things don't come out at the right time and some countries don't get things at the same time. And there's so many different TV streaming services. But this is this is basically my roundabout way of saying that I subscribed to HBO Now last night. And oh. I'm going to test it out and see how well it works with uh, Game of Thrones and Silicon Valley tonight. So that, that's, that was going to be my PSA is Game of Thrones is tonight. Don't spoil it for people tomorrow. Give them a couple <laughs> days. Uh, I don't care. I don't care for Game of Thrones. It is not my show. I watch it because my fiance watches it and she has friends who come over. So, yeah, I download it illegally. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, but I don't care enough about it. Like, I don't. I don't care about the show. So, um, but it's funny you mentioned the movie thing because I accidentally downloaded the movie this morning. Uh-oh. Wink, wink. Um, but um, it's something I wasn't going to go pay to see, and so <laughs> I really don't care. So, uh, But I don't do it all the time. You're right. Like It's, it's much easier for me to go on iTunes or um, Vudu, actually. I use Vudu a lot and, and get a movie uh-huh. than to, to do that, uh, to, to download it uh nefariously is that is that, is that how you describe it but. well i mean speaking of movies i was really surprised because i knew with hbo now i would be able to see all of the tv shows that basically hbo's ever had so i was expecting that but then when i clicked into the movies section they actually have a nice decent chunk of movies obviously you're not going to get like a huge lengthy library like amazon prime has or even netflix has even though netflix pretty much concentrates mostly on streaming tv shows now but yeah, I was looking in their movie section and like, holy crap, you can stream uh, Jurassic World. Uh, um, what We Do in the Shadows was on there. Ooh. Trainwreck was on there. They actually have like legitimate like new releases on there. And I'm sure that stuff cycles out probably a lot quicker just because if I can remember the, the few instances I've had interacting with like HBO in like a cable TV form, like things kind of come and go like through seasonally. But there's like legit like real like high class movies on HBO now. So basically, I, th- I think it might be worth it. I mean, it's $15 a month, which seems a little pricey since it's the most expensive of the three streaming services that I have. Uh, but I, basically, I'm going to let people know in the future, down the line, if HBO Now is well, working out. See, we got to move away from getting stuff for free and start paying for it. To me, HBO Go would be great for Game of Thrones watchers because it, it's you're paying for – you get one month free, and then you're only paying for two more months to get all eight episodes or ten episodes mm-hmm. or however many – it's ten, right? Uh, yeah, usually. So, I mean, for $30, you've watched the whole season and plus extras. So, yeah, I mean, that's pretty good because you don't have to – you're not paying for a year. You can cancel it. So that's yeah. I, I see that. I see the benefit in this, Mike. I, I I'm picking up what you're throwing down. Um, thank you, man. You're, that that's that's basically my PSA. Well, well, great. Well, thank you for that. We appreciate it here uh, in, in America and not America as well. <laughs> so, do you have a, a PSA around caring for your computers? Oh my gosh, uh, I, I I could. I don't want to go on to it too long, but um, I do take care of my computer. My laptop, as everyone may or may not know, died in the middle of recording last week. <laughs> um, it gave up the ghost pretty bad, and um, it was a four and a half year old machine. Uh, thankfully, Apple was able to replace it for free, but it got me thinking. You know what? This laptop can't last forever. Um, it's gonna get. It's like a car. At a certain point, you're gonna be paying more to fix it than you are to you know <laughs> keep it. And uh, I went ahead and bit the bullet and bought a brand new 2000, I guess 16 iMac, and um, fancy 27 full inches, Mike. You have no idea. So, as you called it, my battle station, I am holed up here recording super earnestly on this brand new computer, putting it through its ropes today, and as long as it doesn't overheat itself, which it doesn't feel hot at all, I think we'll be fine. All right, awesome. And That's what I like to hear. What that means is you're not going to hear those jet engines taking off whenever I start clicking on images, too, because <laughs> the fans in this aren't that loud. So, um, But, yeah, so, yeah, my computer's fine. Thanks for all the, the, the well wishes and the get well soon cards that nobody sent, and... Uh, I appreciate it. <laughs> but it, it sounds like we are fully prepared now to deliver the news. Yes. So after nearly uh, 10 minutes of ranting, let's jump into this news here with uh, some Marvel's Iron Fist information. Ooh, okay. So first off, uh, some more casting announcements have come out. Casting um, these the, the siblings, Joy Meacham and Ward Meacham. We talked about Harold Meacham last week. Um, getting cast by the guy who was in 300 and uh, Lord of the Rings, but now they've cast his children, who from this image from Twitter shows that Danny 
uh, Rand, Joy, and Ward were all grew up together, and this looks like Area 2001. So they also said he's been gone for a long time. They don't know where he's been. So <laughs> I'm going to be interested to see what kind of backstory they gave Iron Fist. And as they film, they have some behind-the-scenes images that, that people took. I'm not going to bring those up nearly as much because it seems like they're taking a very active place on Twitter with a lot of these teaser images now. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, it seems like they're going to... Seems like they're going to bring in a bit of a, a family dynamic, at least with this Meacham situation. I don't know a whole lot about Danny Rand's backstory, so I don't know if family is heavily involved with that story, but maybe that's going to be an angle that they're going to take with this story. Yeah, I, be- I believe his his parents were murdered by, or, or uh, you know, off by the Meacham, the, the, the Meacham father because he wanted their fortune. Um, Man, that is just the best way to make a supervillain or a superhero, is just to kill the parents. Yeah, well, I mean, as long as his mom's name's not Martha, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> so uh but yeah this is some iron fist stuff. i think it's cool I, I again i'm probably more excited for iron fist than i am luke cage to be honest with everybody here well also we haven't really seen much luke cage which is funny because that's kind of the next show coming out well yeah we we have we know we, we had the little trailer we talked about where he has to buy new clothes and then mm-hmm. he did play a big part in jessica jones um but i just i guess i'm just not nearly as excited because iron fist adds something new to the story that that Luke Cage isn't. We've met Luke Cage. We know he's got unbreakable skin. Sure, we'll learn about that. But Iron Fist is mystical martial arts. That yeah, I, I want to like... see some. I want to see some kung fu so bad. Yeah, we dabbled in it in Daredevil, but I think this will take it to that next level that that we're all craving for. Um, mm-hmm. And I believe this will be the last one that right before the Defenders that sets us up for the Defenders. So I, I'm, mm-hmm. it gives a lot much more pressure on it. So I'm really really excited for Iron Fist on Netflix. I'm also excited to see Spider Man in oh, like a week and a half. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how many sleeps that is off the top of my head, but I will tell you uh, later on how many sleeps it is till, till Civil <laughs> War. But um, Spider-Man Homecoming, all right, it's mm-hmm. got some stuff. Robert Downey Jr. has officially joined the movie as Iron Man. Yeah. Yeah, now I'm kind of waiting to see if uh, um, Chris Evans is going to join the movie, you know, but I have a feeling that's probably not going to happen because I'm sure we're going to get that dynamic enough in Civil War. But I think this is kind of cool. Like, I wonder if uh, how much uh, Downey Jr. is going to be involved. Yeah, I, I think that's interesting. They didn't say if he had to renegotiate his contract or add on to his contract, but we've always talked about what would happen once his contract expired. What, how much Iron mm-hmm. Man would we get? Well, it seems we're getting about an Iron Man movie a year right now um, with Iron <laughs> Man. It he took off. He took off 2014, but Chris Evans took off 2013. So I'm glad we're getting a lot of these guys before they kind of have to reshuffle and. And launch us into to Phase 4 and other stuff like that. Um, which also, with Robert Engineer joining, it gives us some more news that Michael Keaton has apparently dropped out of talks to be in the Oh, film. man. That that went fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, who knows? Uh, we, we talked a lot about, um, I believe it was uh, Kevin Bacon uh, was in the talks for a role for another film, and he dropped out of it pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or somebody, not Kevin Bacon. I don't remember who it was. Um uh, oh, oh! I remember it was for Doctor Strange. It was the the guy with the long hair who was in Gladiator. Mm. Uh, what was his name? He's got. I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's the main bad guy in Gladiator, and someone's going to tweet me this later. And I know people out there listening are going to be like, "Oh my god, it's this guy." Um, he was in Signs. He was the the guy in Signs with the baseball bat. But I feel horrible. But he was in the talks for Doctor Strange, but he dropped out, and that's when we got Benedict. So I think we got a better choice anyway. Uh, mm-hmm. Michael King dropping out, that's fine. They'll probably get somebody else. We'll probably hear some more news because this movie has to start filming later this year, this summer, to get out for next summer. And uh, Yeah, it, it makes me think adding Robert Downey Jr. in it, uh, you know, because they've been talking about how Marvel's Phase 4 is really kind of starting a new chapter for the all these characters in the studio and stuff like that. And it feels like they're really going to leave, like, this kind of chapter behind them. So maybe they're, they're kind of putting in these little snippets of these bigger characters in these new movies to kind of uh, uh, push the newer characters forward and highlight them. I mean, obviously, Spider-Man doesn't need the help. Everybody knows who Spider-Man is. But story-wise, I think it might work out well. So, you know, if we don't get any more Captain America movies or Iron Man movies uh, after uh, Civil War, I think I'd be okay with that. Maybe they just pop up every once in a while. Yeah, I think it might be better for them, too. Um, because I think, I mean, after Iron Man 3, a lot of people aren't okay with Iron Man 3. I was. I'm fine with it. But Captain America has a lot resting on his soldiers, and we're going to f- sold shoulders, not soldiers. He's a soldier. 
dang, I'm, I'm struggling over here. But we'll find out when Civil War comes out how well that holds up, you know, and, and, and cross our fingers it's well. Which brings us to our next point. We talk about Phase 3. Avengers Infinity War is kind of the capstone to, to Phase 3, I guess. Um, it, 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 begin, it doesn't begin, but it sets up, it ends Phase 3, as we'll, we'll talk about later. But John Favreau, the director of Iron Man 1 and 2, has clarified that he's an executive producer on these films as well. Um, which doesn't really mean anything. It's like Stanley's an executive producer, but he doesn't do anything, right? Um, but I mean, it's cool to, to see that you know they're not—they don't have beef with him because he didn't do Iron Man three. And- yeah, I mean, with with Infinity Wars, you know, really kind of a summing up this almost not even phase three but all of these phases i mean they have to do it in two movies it makes sense to bring in someone big like john favreau because as i've been hearing i'm reluctant to say this but i apparently the jungle book is good (laughs) john favreau directed the jungle book i kind of thought it was going to be a bad movie it looks like i was wrong but i got pushed out of that calendar year where i was putting it in my list so it's fine i can admit it now but he is a talented director. He brought Iron Man into the sun, so I think we can trust him with Infinity War. Yeah, and again, who knows what his capacity will be? He may just, you know, they may just brought him in, you know, like, hey, you wanna, if we need a suggestion, we'll go to you, kind of deal. Um, yeah, maybe. But also, uh, Jungle Book is a movie I downloaded this morning. Wink, wink. <laughs> so uh, I don't know how I feel. I'll have to watch it and see if I agree with you or not. But um, the six, we talked about sixty-seven characters in Infinity War, right? And this mm-hmm. has been clarified by the writers and the directors uh, in such that the writers were going through all the introduced characters in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and who was still alive and had them up on the wall whenever they were working on the script. Not that they were going to use them all, but as a oh. checklist, this person is still around. This person's not because, you know, you may think, oh, we use Agent Sitwell. He's awesome. Oh, yeah, we killed him back in Winter Soldier kind of <laughs> deal. And um, I think that's. That's what they said, and I think that makes a lot of sense. We may not see all 67 named characters, but I think that's uh, that makes sense when you're writing something. You need to keep track of who's alive and who's where, so you can mm-hmm. bring them into the fold organically rather than just assuming they're just going to show up there right away. Yeah, and I mean, I don't think you could effectively cram 67 characters into one or even two movies, because at that point in time, you're just looking at, like, um, you're watching, like, a football movie where you're seeing all these different football players on the field. Nobody really gets acknowledged. They're just kind of running into other people. So um, I am glad to hear that we're not necessarily getting 67 characters. Yeah, and I don't think it ever was either. I I think we could sit down uh, one day in, like, an hour and figure out all 67 characters are thinking of and it would actually not probably not be very hard with 13 movies under their belts at this point uh so that yeah that's cool however this is this is uh, the directors have confirmed another character will be in the film the one that we've already met so it's nothing new one of the 67 (laughs) do you want to know who it is uh, wait, so I'm confused. So they've confirmed another character, but they're saying they're pulling from a, a roster of 67 characters. So I don't really understand what new means. Just well, like well, okay, not... so this like we say there's a roster of 67, but not everyone's going to be on the field. Mm-hmm. This is one of those 67 who will be on uh, the field for sure. I see what you're saying. Yeah, just go ahead and tell me. I think this, this movie's far enough out. Okay, it's Scarlet Witch. Okay. All right, so... She might make it out of Civil War is all I'm saying. Uh, mm, gotcha. But again, with a lot of Infinity Stones coming up, death may not be something we deal with anymore mm-hmm. because who knows what Thanos is going to do when he comes knocking on, on Earth's door, man. I, I, yeah, as we all know, Marvel Comics likes to just start fresh and wipe things clean. So who knows? Maybe they'll end up doing that in the movies at some point in time. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't think they really like to start fresh and wipe things clean. But, I mean, I read the mic and, and you occasionally catch up, so... Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just being. I'm just being <laughs> hey, weird. I was I was looking up um, <laughs> the trade for uh, Secret Wars uh, this morning on Amazon because I think it's finally like collected in one it, book. It is the hardcovers. I think or it's like fifty dollars. It's really expensive, but oh, I'm I'm getting it anyway. It's really nice. So I, so. I got to watch these universes uh, crumble in front of me. It's pretty. It's pretty good. Let me know when you re- start reading that. I wanna. I want your play by play reactions on on. Secret okay, Wars. gotcha. Uh, so, uh, we're going to switch it over here. I was playing Marvel Heroes on my computer this morning, okay, as I said earlier. Mm-hmm. One of the characters I was playing is actually Captain Marvel, who is our next bit of news. So, mm-hmm. uh, the director and actor will be announced by Comic-Con at the latest, per a news source uh, today um, that I read. And the cryptic hint is, he said, the actress and the director have the same first name. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, a lot of frontrunners think Emily Blunt will be Captain Marvel. 
I uh-huh. I don't think she will be. Uh, I think I think she's kind of a little too high, but not high enough in Marvel's like standpoint. Like I think they like to bring in fresh faces sometimes. Um, and so uh, one of the the directors maybe Catherine Bigelow, and then I don't remember the other the actress's name, but it's, it's a Catherine but spelled differently. Um, but I think I think it might be Catherine Bigelow and this other Catherine girl. So maybe Catherine Heigl. I don't. No, think no, so, no. But... It was it was. She, <laughs> she's very unknown, but uh, she's apparently um, by age twenty one. She had three martial arts studios that she'd opened by herself. Oh, jeez. So, okay. So she's yeah. she's very active and very fit, and like she has the blonde hair and the look, and um, I, I think that would be pretty cool to kind of do an unknown <clears throat> in that that role. But we'll have to mm-hmm. see. I don't think I don't know any directors named Emily. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't know either. What if it's um, Charlie's I, Theron and Charlie's Sheen? No, I don't think so. Oh damn, I don't think so. But I, I like this cryptic hint. It's fun. It, I mean, it gets a lot of people guessing. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, I think that's like. I would much rather, like. This is a fun game. Like, who's it gonna be? Like, let's play a bingo card and start putting people together <laughs> and see what we come up with. I'd be down. Yeah. I'd be down with that. Uh, so Captain Marvel, we got a little while to wait. I think she comes out in twenty eighteen. Um. 2017 2018 range but in the meantime next year we get thor ragnarok a little bit of news on this um uh-huh. thor ragnarok the working title for the film is called creature report uh so if you're walking across any movie sets anywhere on this planet and you see a little title card that says creature report maybe take a less second look and see what's going on so there. yeah i think i think again we talk about thor being kind of lower on our list of marvel films overall but how excited we are for this one, kind of being like a oh, yeah. maybe a Planet Hulk kind of film. Um, but the the fun thing about working titles is that means they've reached a new phase in, in, in pre-production status, where they're actually like, we have a working title, we have to start, you know, scheduling this out. Yeah, we got to start labeling. We got to start labeling things around here, and I can't just put Ragnarok on everything because then all the yeah. nerds will start stealing it. Yeah. So we got to put something else on. Yeah, there. and Creature Report is kind of interesting because that's a very uh, un- unassuming name. Uh, mm-hmm. By my standards, I would never think to look at that. So, kind of like Spider Man is the Summer of George. So I would look <laughs> at which has a Seinfeld reference. So yeah, totally, totally get a kick out of that. And in all in all, this is where I, my my saddest news of the week comes into play. Man, yeah, you didn't even know how to segue into it. I know you're struggling. I, it's very, you're struggling as soon as you saw it. I, I am. So Marvels and Humans no longer has a release date. Um, oh man. So this, I actually am going to take a, a positive stance on this and look at it one <laughs> of two ways. Mm-hmm. Um, one Marvel has made a deal with Fox about fantastic four and they're going to try to tie the inhumans into fantastic four, much like they're how they were introduced. Whoa, in the when comics. did the, when did this happen? Hold on, hold on. Fantastic four. Is this happening for sure? No, no, this what, is, what? I, I'm saying that they've made a deal with Fox and they're going to announce Phase four, oh, I starting with Fantastic Four. Because so you're 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 basically you're creating a, a rumor on your own at the ground floor of, of superhero uh, well, slate episode sixty seven. But this is your theory. Yes, this is theory a theory rumor. Secondly, maybe the I mean again, I think having no release date to me is better than shifting a movie around eighteen times because mm-hmm. they had it and then they pushed it back because they doubled up on Infinity War and added Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. They've also added Ant-Man and the Wasp. Then they added Indiana Jones 5. So, I mean, rather than moving it around kind of like, oh, we got to move it here just to wait and then here to wait. Like, let's just take it off. When we Let's make it a part of Phase 4. When we announce Phase 4, Inhumans will now be a part of that slate rather than trying yeah. to cap off Phase 3 with Inhumans, exact. which didn't really make any sense to me. Yeah, and I believe that's what I said last on last week's episode. It makes sense to put the Inhumans in a, in a fresh new phase. Because, I mean, they had to do quite a bit of legwork in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to kind of just get the idea of Inhumans out there. There's this whole thing about this whole ancient culture. There's aliens, there's crystals, there's chrysalises, and there's transformations. It's, it's really, there's a lot there. There's a lot going on there. So it's not the easiest thing to get across to an audience that's not familiar with it. 
they had the luxury of a TV show and being able to tell it over episodes. So I think um, waiting put, to put the human in humans past Infinity War and clearly past it makes sense. And I really do like the idea of somehow incorporating that with Fantastic Four. I think Phase Four is really going to need a, a jolt of some newness, and that makes sense with the Fantastic Four. And we should be so lucky that we get them because it's good that they bombed because that means Fox <laughs> yeah. doesn't want anything else to do with them anymore. Yeah, so that, I mean that's my that's again that's purely a theory. But the Fantastic Four were introduced in uh, uh, issue uh, forty-five of Fantastic Four, um, so mm-hmm. that's kind of I feel like maybe they could tie it in together a little bit better, um, and maybe make their Phase Four a little more sci-fi rather than grounded uh-huh. and like you said introduce a new era of marvel uh studios that they're they're bold with so i'm sad and humans no longer has a release date pretty 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 tore up to be honest with you but at the same time i'm sure there's a bright side to all of this that we're going to get something better than we we ever thought and just let phase four end on an Inven- avengers note rather than uh-huh. an inhumans note so Anyway, whatever whatever helps you sleep at oh, night, Chris. Right. Yeah, <laughs> lots of whiskey. Um, but uh, the last thing I want to talk about in humans, there's a rumor I read, and this is where we're going to start one rumor leading to another. Is that oh they're taking off in humans because obviously the mutants are coming to Marvel. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Fox is not giving up on their mutants. I think they're doubling down, if not tripling down, on mutants. Yeah. It, if anything. Also, I think Fox has another reboot in them, as in I think they could reboot their entire franchise in like 10 years with all fresh everything, get rid of all the actors and actresses, and I think we would still be okay with it. So I think they got another good 20 years out of their X-Men. Yeah. But I, I, I would say that I, I, I've been hearing rumors that they could be open to like crossovers in the future, the the, dead, so. the Deadpool director is, but I don't think the studio as a whole is ready to share with Marvel um, because no. X Men's a money maker for them, as as we can tell from Deadpool alone. Uh, that's that's pure. That's a pure profit movie there. So either way, the mutants are not coming to Marvel. Give it up, people. Shut up, STFU. Get over it. <laughs> Making Chris mad, right? The broccoli is almost steamed, my friends. Almost. <laughs> However, my broccoli might get a little more soon. We talk about Star Wars Episode Eight. Ooh, Star Wars! Yes, that's again. You're getting more subtle with your Star Wars calls. I like Man, it. Man, I gotta wait. I gotta wait until we get like, till we get something big. You know, yeah. I, I I gotta keep the voice retired for now. So the, the this rumor from Star Wars. Um, again, I read it online, but it's also I talked about uh, super fan Jim uh, about it uh, because he's a big Star Wars fan. Is that the the supposed plot of episode eight leaked online and by leaked uh-huh. online, it means someone wrote up a post on Reddit and said it was a leaked thing. And then the <laughs> news stories are just running with it. So that's, you got to take this with a huge grain of salt by grain of salt. I mean, this is totally false, but uh, have you read it? Are you familiar with this? Am I about to get, lay some news on you? Uh, I have not. I have not seen it, but I was uh, funny enough talking about Ray's lineage on Friday night when I was uh, walking to dinner with uh, some friends. Okay. So I mean, I, uh, Ray is still always in the back of my head. So yes, this is involves Ray's lineage. In that episode eight is like it starts off where Ray thinks that Luke is her father, but Luke says, "No, you are my father." Okay. okay. All right. Hold on. And that she is the incarnation, reincarnation of the chosen one. So technically, yeah, yeah. So what? the chosen one is like reincarnated. No. This rumor is so so stupid, and I like the more I think about it, the more no. I'm like, oh, I'm just laughing because no. it's so fun. No, 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 no. Right. Well, it's it, so dumb. It, it's, it's really dumb but, because first off, that would ruin the Skywalker name, right? It, like, plus the the stupid the stupid theory where they cloned Ray from Luke's lopped off arm is makes more sense than that. Well, I hadn't heard that one yet, but yeah, it does sound. Oh, bad. you haven't heard that one? Yeah, some people are saying that. Uh, um, like at the same time when someone went and retrieved Luke's lightsaber uh, in Cloud City, someone also took his hand and they decided to clone him from his hand or something like that. And that's how we got Ray. I mean, I hope that's not it, but that, I like that a lot more than this weird reincarnation bullshit. Yeah, so apparently like the Chosen One is always like brought into the universe when there's imbalance in the Force. I'm like, but then how many kids does this chosen one have over the, like, the, the span of its lifetime? Right. Like, mm-hmm. like it's not, it's no longer about skywalkers at that point. It, it's become stupid and dumb and, and really out of control. Um, but I don't think it's true. I just want to put that in the bud. Like this is a yeah. very much a rumor and it's a very stupid rumor and there's nothing backing it up. So shut up. 
Yeah. L- l- listen here. There's three scenarios in my head that I think are likely to happen. Uh, the first scenario is she is uh, related to the the main protagonist in Rogue One. I forgot the character's name. Do you remember? Uh, uh, oh, man, you put me on the spot here. Um, no. I don't remember. Yep. Think about Sorry. it. Okay. Uh, theory two, uh, she's related to Obi-Wan Kenobi. If, she, if she's, if she's got to be related to somebody, don't make it a Skywalker. Make it Obi-Wan. Everybody likes Obi-Wan. And I'm hoping um, uh, we get that Obi-Wan standalone movie. I think that would be cool. Maybe we can tie into the lineage there a little bit. Um, and uh, I guess technically those two theories could cross because maybe Obi-Wan got a little fresh there. Uh, but that would be kind of like old man with a younger woman. So maybe not. Jin, Just Jin, kidding. Scratch that. Jin Erso is her name. Yeah, that's right. And theory three is she's not related to fucking anybody because it's a huge galaxy with billions of people in it. And guess what? Not everybody's related. So, but this this rumor that we were talking about, that's crazy. Yeah. So I watched The Force Awakens again last night um, mm-hmm. before bed. And, and to me, and I, people are going to hate me. It doesn't get any better with me as I watch it. Like this is a movie that I... I I like less and less upon more viewings. Um, I don't hate it. I just don't have that enthusiasm for it as I did last year whenever I first saw it. And the more I watch it, the more it kind of indicates that she is related to Luke somehow with the way uh, Han Solo looks at her, the way Kylo Ren sees uh, islands of water in her mind before she ever actually goes there, and that's where Luke is. So um, to me, I, I think she's related to Luke, but we'll, we'll have to figure that out. And I think... You know, we're going to get more and more information, uh, probably San Diego Comic-Con or some other event later this year. So uh, hopefully a title. I really want a title. I hate saying episode mm-hmm. eight. Give it, give us a good title. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the, the Force Makes Breakfast. Sure. Why not? It can... Get it? Get it? The Force Awakens. The Force Makes Breakfast. Uh, ouch. Then what's episode the next one? nine. The Force Makes a Shower. It makes a shower? It takes a shower. Takes a shower. It gets dressed. It makes a shower. Takes a shower, gets dressed, goes to work. The, the force goes to the office. The force has lunch at his desk while watching YouTube videos. The force gets bored. You're, uh, you honestly, wanders you're, into the you're kitchen selling yourself and gets a out snack. of a, a pickled comic right here. You should totally the the, the force. The force drives home stuck in traffic. Uh, the force uh, makes dinner. The force goes to sleep. All right, all right. Okay, let's stop. Go. Just, just, uh, just gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna cut you off there. So, yeah, okay, there's Star Wars good. rumors out there. Don't believe anything you hear until we get official confirmation from Star Wars slash Lucasfilm slash Disney. So, boom, there you go. Don't read everything. Don't believe everything you read. So, on that note, right before we started this show, Mike watched a trailer. I watched a trailer. Yeah. Jason Bourne, Yo. the first theatrical trailer. Yes, this is a... Uh... It's so weird because it's so hard to separate teaser trailers from trailer ones now because they almost seem uh, identical to each other. They just add a little bit more for the first theatrical trailer. But, yeah, this was the first trailer. So what did you think? Um, I, I I go back and forth on, on how I feel about this. I'm really excited for Jason Bourne and Matt Damon to be back. Mm-hmm. However, um, there's this more mystery added in there. That I'm like, I thought we got rid of a lot of mystery. Like. What, mm-hmm. what what other mystery can they add in there? Is he the chosen one now? Like, is he Ray's father? I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but, I mean, I'm really excited. The action looks great. Uh, again, the the one punch to the guy in the boxing ring, like, takes him out. Tommy Lee Jones, you know, anytime he's in a movie, he's good. Uh, and um, they, they bring him back the How to Lose Your, or not How, um, 10 Things I Hate About You Girl. Uh, I think Julia Stiles. Uh, so, mm-hmm. I'm glad they're, like, bringing a lot of characters back into it, but... I mean, I don't know. I guess I need to see something a little more substantial rather than just making me ask more questions than I had going in. Yeah, it's so funny because I like the idea of Matt Damon coming back. I love the idea that Paul Greengrass is coming back. And I think I actually heard that this story that they're adapting is from the original author of the stories. I, I don't know if it's based off another book or they called him up on the phone and asked him what Jason Bourne should be doing now. But either way, all of that stuff sounds good on paper. And there's good stuff in the trailer, but the trailer isn't specifically like special or unique. It's just kind of like action scenes and more and more Jason Bourne stuff. So it's kind of just like, well, I'm glad we're getting more Jason Bourne. And this all looks how it's supposed to. It's just not a very exciting trailer. It just kind of looks like a general action trailer. I'm not even sure they could have cut it to be any different. I'm going to watch the movie because I love that original Jason Bourne trilogy. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. So, uh, yeah, the trailer just doesn't necessarily get me hype, but I'm looking forward to this. So the original author died in 91, so I don't think they're going to call him up on the phone or 2001 i don't think they're gonna call him up on the phone but um i don't know if there's if there's a story they're 
they're pulling from. I'm, I'm really excited to see what it is. There are other Bourne movies that came out after he died, written by Eric Van Lusbader. Um, uh-huh. And he wrote, like, I think four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten of them. So, um, oh, geez, there's a. I, I didn't realize the Bourne book universe was so expanded. Yeah, there were three uh, by Robert Ludlum, and those were like the 80s, like 80, 1980 to 1990, and then it picked back up to 2004 with the, the movies. So um, mm. I don't know. I'm really excited for Jason Bourne. I like the character. I like the, the stuff. We haven't seen it in 10 years, so hopefully it's not the same thing we had 10 years ago, and it's you know they take it in a new direction. Uh-huh. So count me in. We're there. I don't know if we'll do a spoiler cast on it, but you know, we'll be there. The hell with it. Um, also, another movie we will probably go catch is uh, Jurassic World 2. We both like the last one, right? We like Jurassic yeah, World. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. They have a director, and the director is J.A. Bayona. Okay, who's that? Uh, he did The <laughs> Orphanage. Uh, okay. In case you watch it. I don't know. Um, his name's Juan Antonio Bayona. Uh, he's you know he's gotten Goya awards for best directors and best new directors, um, mm-hmm. and he's done you know television commercials, music videos. He's Spanish, but like I don't know. I mean, I think Jurassic World was great for what it was and putting a new person behind it. Correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe we just don't we both don't know this off the top of our head. But wasn't one of the Fast and the Furious directors? Didn't they have like an origin of horror movie directing? If I remember right, uh, I think James Wan, the next Fast and Furious movie director, or the yeah. last one, he's doing Aquaman. Uh, I believe. Yeah. I believe he was he had horror. Uh, in his his blood as well. Yeah, so maybe this is like a new trend where uh, these horror directors, because I mean, it makes sense. I mean, you have to like you like a like you know. Usually, you get a lot of your story from the script, but obviously, the director is supposed to adapt adapt that story to the screen, and the director has tons of other shit to do too. But they can they're the ones that really draw into the suspense. You know, they're the ones really orchestrating everything that you're seeing on the screen. So it makes sense that and they're usually doing it with a low budget too. Horror movies usually have low budgets. So I guess it makes sense to kind of bring them up and be like, Hey, you did a really good job with this small amount of money. You know, here's a lot more money, now start doing action and apparently it's working out. Yeah, uh Bayona also did a movie called The Impossible, um, which uh, had Naomi Watson, Ewan McGregor, and Tom Holland in it. Um Ooh. about um the 2004 Indian Ocean tsunami. It's like a kind. Of, I guess kind of maybe a disaster film. Um, so I, I think you know he's got two really good films. He's won a lot of awards. I don't uh-huh. think he's going to do anything. But Jurassic World two, we don't know where it's going to go. But I mean, as ballsy as the first one had to been, like I'm glad they're they're stepping up and at least making a second Jurassic World two. They'll need a new title. I don't know. Uh, Jurassic World: The Dinosaurs Awaken. I I, I don't know. I'm keep bringing it back to Star Wars today. I don't care. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so J. A. Bayona, uh, J. A. Bayona is going to be doing that. And I, I, that's really all I got. I got nothing. All right, that's cool. We're excited that's for cool. it. Let's see. Let's see some dinosaurs. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it. We're gonna switch back into some uh, some superhero news with X Men Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We got a new image uh, with Gene holding Cyclops' head and aiming his uh, optic blast out of his eyes. Yes, because it doesn't look like Cyclops is going to become a leader anytime soon. Because it looks like someone physically has to take his head and make him do things. Well, I don't. So. I don't know if he's going to be a leader. I think it's more of those. He doesn't have his, uh, I guess, glasses where he can hit the button and shoot the blast. Um, and I've never seen him in the trailer. So maybe like this is like he loses his sunglasses. So she's gonna. Why she has to do it with her hands and not do it telepathically? I don't know. But you know, whatever. It looks okay. I watched the first X Men again on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. It's okay. Uh, that movie's okay. It's a little cheesy now, but I, you know, it it was okay for the time. So hopefully, uh, this one doesn't have that cheese factor oh, to it. I'll 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 drop another uh, uh, um, HBO Now plug. They have the Rogue Cut on HBO Now, which was crazy, really? and I haven't watched it yet. So, bam, I'm gonna watch it. Oh well, congratulations. That. Should be a, a fun time, maybe. <laughs> I I just want to justify the fifteen dollars that I'm going to be spending next month. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you got it, bub. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> bought the road cut. I mean, and that was twenty dollars alone. So I don't know what I'm thinking. You're you're doing better than I am at this point. Yes. So smart. A new image that just dropped uh, yesterday or Friday. I don't forget. Shows uh, the first look at the blob in Apocalypse. Yeah. He, he's looking pretty gross. He's looking gross. And he's looking pretty dead. If I was to, to <laughs> put a, a guess on this. Um, I can't tell if that's hair or like fat folds on his head as he's laying down there. Um, I'm pretty sure it's fat folds, man. It looks that's gross. It looks pretty gross. Like this blob looks much more like the comic book blob than the one from the Origins movie. But you know, we don't we don't have to talk about it. Don't 
Don't get upset. <laughs> um, but we also see, it looks like Angel, with his angel wings, is fighting him, and this is like a cage match kind of deal. Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, so I don't know how, and there's a guy with a shotgun in the back, so maybe they, uh, it's like dog fighting, but with mutants in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. I mean, I don't know. Like, it just look, it looks pretty rough, and like, it looks like the blob has effectively been defeated by Angel, mm. who just looks like a punk. Uh, so I don't know. It looks like this movie can get a little dark, probably a little darker than I thought it could. Pretty gross. Pretty gross indeed. So take a look at that blob there if you're interested. If not, don't. I don't care. Whatever. New trailer for X Men Apocalypse was also classified. We didn't think we'd get a uh-huh. third one. We're gonna get a third one. And it's two minutes and 33 seconds long. And when do you think that's going to hit? Well, usually when they classify them, they're pretty close to coming around. I would think that maybe they want to get this prepared to attach in front of Civil War in some theaters. Uh, so I would expect maybe later this week, maybe early next week. Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to go with this week simply because Civil War comes out in every other country but America this week. Um, uh-huh. So I think they'll try to get a national thing and try to piggyback off that because, again, X-Men Apocalypse is May 23rd, I'm pretty sure, or at least in that range, uh, which is right around the corner. I can't believe – or May 27th. It's right around the corner. I can't believe how close it is. And Yeah, uh, so yeah, it's, so this is going to be the, I guess, technically fourth trailer if you count the Super Bowl trailer. Um, but – when I looked into the the Days of Future Past trailers, uh, I'm looking forward to this one specifically because we're we're gonna get a hopefully maybe a little bit of different style of trailer for this last one because they progressively got a little bit more entertaining when it came to Days of Future Past. So I think this one will be the one maybe we've been waiting for. Got the golden ticket for Mike right here. Sell that. Yeah. Sell X Men Apocalypse and IMAX ticket right here to Mike. Do it. Come on, come on, Fox. <laughs> you can do it. We know you can. So uh, if it comes out this week, we'll be talking about next week. If it comes out next week, well, I guess we'll be talking about it before then or after then because that's what we do, right? We just did the news next week. Uh, Another bit of fun news uh, in the X-Men universe is Deadpool is coming early to home release, and that's this Tuesday. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, And an unprecedented move. It's probably been precedent before. I I just didn't look into it. Um, That... uh, I, we weren't expecting the digital, at least until uh, the first week of, of May for this one. Um, but they were like, you know, Deadpool's coming early. Wink, wink. Hint, hint. Suggestive, you know, tweet. Um, so it's coming out this Tuesday. What's the date on that, Mike? I believe it's the 26th. Um, so are you going to pick it up? I know you're you're, you're digital-only kind of guy. So Oh, yeah. You you know I'm digital-only, man. I'm really looking forward to seeing Deadpool again. Um I, I love these new re- these digital releases being available first. Uh, the studios are basically just like, hey, we've pretty much gotten every cent that we can get out of this movie in the theaters, and it's about to leave theaters anyway. Let's just go ahead and put it out on digital. We're going to help prevent some piracy because people are going to want to watch the movie. And there's always been that time period between when the movie leaves theaters and before the movie comes out on digital release where people are just going to go on the internet and grab it if they really want it. So yeah, just give it to us ready on digital. You know, I think that's perfect. That's the best way to go with. It. See, I, I agree with you, and I think if I pre-order the movie, they should give me a digital code for that d- early download as well. Oh, yeah, but sure. they don't, but I wish that was the case because I would totally be pre-ordering these movies like there was no tomorrow if I could get it on digital early and wait till mm-hmm. I go pick up the DVD. So, uh, yeah, so that's cool. So if you guys want Deadpool, pick it up this week, man. Uh, get it. Get it. Let us know. Uh, go read our – go read. Go look at our – Listen, listen to our spoiler cast. Can listen, listen. listen. That, yeah, that's the best. That's the best way to to digest what we're. You doing. can watch it on YouTube, okay? They're, they're, okay. You can watch them. You can read those spoiler cast notes, but we don't have a lot of notes in those. We just we just kind of <laughs> let it free flow there. Um, so uh, next year we hit Wolverine three next March, uh-huh. I believe. I believe it's March. Um, and the newest rumored character to be in the film is X twenty three. Are you familiar uh-huh. with X twenty three? Yes, uh, X-23 is basically the two-clawed female Wolverine. Uh, she was part of the Weapon X program. Uh, she's a clone. I'm she's not, a clone of Wolverine. Yeah, I mean, I'm not up to date on a lot of the new stuff that's going on with Marvel, but they've basically turned her into the new Wolverine, right? Right. In the Marvel Universe, the, the original Wolverine character has essentially died for the time being until they want to bring him back. Um, so someone had to take up his mantle, and X-23, the clone of Wolverine, uh, has done so. She has two claws in her hands and one uh, one in each foot. So she has three, but the third one's on her, on her feet that she can kick out and kick people with. Uh, they're doing some casting for the film, and one of the descriptions sounds eerily like X-23, 
very specific, mm-hmm. and that's where this rumor comes from. So they're moving their way along with the movie, and I think X-23 would be a good addition to the X-Men universe. They use her a lot in the all-new X-Men stuff. A lot. In, she's really big in comics right now, and I don't think there'd be an easier way to put her in there. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes sense. I mean, if you're going to phase out basically your most famous X-Men in your movie franchise, uh, kind of, you got to bring in kind of a new Wolverine. And uh, we're all about progress here at Superhero Slate. So I like it when they're bringing in more lead female roles. So I think it'd be cool to have like a sweet, awesome female uh, Wolverine type character. So How, how would they send her I, back to the it? past since this one's in the future? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> They'll find a way. All right, that's cool. I'm just asking. <laughs> I'm just brainstorming here, guys. Let's let's have it a little bit. Come on. Oh well. Uh, and also, in in terms of the X Men universe, X Force. Okay, uh, this is a movie. Hey, just put her in. Just put her in X Force. There you go. She doesn't have to travel in time anywhere. Well, if she's in Wolverine three, that's the future. Then X Force would have to be somewhere. So. There's... <sighs> but so there's like three timelines in this freaking Fox universe now. It's so confusing. No, no, it's it's all one timeline. It's just the Wolverine three will be set in the future. I know it's confusing. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right, easy, buddy. Yeah, you, you want to talk about aliens and Prometheus? So yeah, no, I can't be have? frustrated. I haven't eaten my breakfast yet. Oh. <laughs> Let's move along. Okay, fine. We'll move <laughs> along. Um, X Force. The Deadpool director Tim Miller wants this to be R rated. He wants an R rated X Force film. And awesome. I agree with that, not because um, Deadpool, but because that's a like a wet work team. Like they're very much assassins yeah. and killing people before problems become you know bigger problems. Yeah, I like how we're kind of getting this microcosm of a Deadpool universe. You know, we have like the overall Marvel movie universes, then it's separated into studios, and then the studios separate it into the franchises, and now we're getting these little micro, like, okay, we're going to get Deadpool, Deadpool 2, Deadpool's more than likely going to be an X-Force, so let's go ahead and make that rated R2, and we're going to bring in Cable, but they're not really going to influence any other of the stories, so I kind of like that. We got this own little Deadpool bubble. Yeah, no, it'll be cool. I really want to see X-Force. I think it'll be fun and interesting and something new that... You know, Fox could really capitalize on rather than trying to do anything else. So, Oh, before I forget, this is going to be the third time I'm going to plug HBO now. They have Kingsman on there, and it just made me think about it because we are talking about rated R stuff. And I like how Kingsman never gets – they never get the credit for being uh, kind of the rated R comic book movie that came out a year before Deadpool. Be like, yes, we all know about Blade. We all know there's other rated R comic book stuff, but Kingsman kind of reinvigorated it in my point of view. I mean, Deadpool really knocked it out of the park, but uh, Kingsman uh, loaded the bases. Well, that's, uh, yeah, it is, it is. So it sounds like HBO has a deal with Fox going on right now because those are all Fox movies <laughs> you've got. Here. Yeah, now that, now you say it, it makes sense. Okay, well, that, that's cool. Yeah, go watch Kingsman on your HBO Go for your free month before you watch mm, gonna, Game of Thrones I'm going to. Do it. You won't. You're all talk. <laughs> uh, all right. Wonder Woman is a movie that's coming up. And uh, we have an image of Connie Nielsen playing Queen uh-huh. Hippolyta, the queen of Themyscira on horseback. And while this is very unremarkable in and of itself, I think the aesthetics and style they're applying to Wonder Woman are very, very uh-huh. awesome. Um, they're, it looks like they're going a little extra mile to make things look authentic and unique and kind of not cgi and yeah it looks like she's got a like a like a raccoon chilling on her shoulder there yeah I, who wouldn't i mean that's that's what amazonians are known for is the raccoons <laughs> chris is like i want to get all over that shoulder yeah uh but so i i really applaud them for kind of going that extra step with the actual props and costumes and yeah and horses <laughs> instead of a cgi yeah. horse so yeah you know i've noticed our show takes on a different quality when uh we record on mayan in the morning so i like i like it how our shows can be this different range depending on what time of the day we record what what do you mean by range mike man i'm just all over the place today you're you're, sc- I'm, you're scattered i'm easily voicing my opinion oh That's what I'm saying. okay a little a little more freedom are you drunk are you t- is that what you're trying to tell us <laughs> no, not man. If I was drunk by uh, eleven in the morning, that'd be bad. That would be bad, or really good. I don't know. It's a Purdue's Grand Prix this week, Mike. You could be celebrating. So, um, <laughs> either way, we're gonna skip on to the next DC movie, The Flash. Got some news about the Flash movie. Okay, uh-huh. not the show. Potential characters that they're casting for right now are Iris West, Earbird Thon, Lynn Snart, and Jay Garrick. Four characters we know very much from the comic or the TV show version. Uh-huh. Um, they're not the exact same versions. So when we say Leonard Snart, Captain Cold, 
he's not the same Captain Cold slash Leonard Sart that we know from the TV show. This guy uh-huh. is more of a, uh, I think it's a, a friend of of Wally West and uh, very up in on technology and stuff like that. So, and Eobard Don takes the role of Harrison Wells from the TV show. Um, but at the end, there's a new character here, uh, Fred Kyer, and he's supposed to be Wally West's best friend. So, um, I not Wally West. Oh, what's the other one? Barry, Barry Allen. Sorry, it's Barry Allen. <laughs> Wally West is the other Flash. I apologize. Don't you don't you remember Wally West's legs got crushed in Batman vs Superman? Because why else would they name a character Wally and beat it over the head? Yeah, it makes no sense. I, I don't, man. I don't. I, it's it's too early in the day for me to go there. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Fred Kyer is a new character who says it's it's Barry Allen's best friend kind of deal, and um, they're casting for these characters, so we may see some of them show up. We may not. I don't know. But uh, a lot of those we may recognize from the TV show because they're working out so well there. So any, anything you want to add on the Flash movie? Um, not a whole lot. <laughs> DC's got to get me excited before I'm getting excited about a movie that's a couple years old. Great. Away. Then we're going to skip right over to the Green Lantern Corps, another ballsy movie for <laughs> DC. In that news, uh, the, the rumor is that there are three kind of main characters with Hal Jordan being an older kind of grizzled uh, Green Lantern with two younger uh, I guess trainees under him being John Stewart and Kyle Rayner. Uh, uh-huh. Kyle Rayner is one of my favorite Green Lanterns, and um, I, I think it'll be interesting to see how they do that. Seeing as the core having a lot of Green Lanterns bringing a lot of powers this is going to be a very CG heavy film, much like the last one. Hopefully, they don't make the super suit CGI. Um, even Deadpool pokes fun at that, so don't do that. Green Lantern uh-huh. core is ballsy, seeing as how bad the first Green Lantern kind of was re- like received. So hopefully, they. Uh, take some time and do that one right for us because i really like green lantern it's one of my one of my favorite dc characters at least well i mean if they're taking inhumans away from you maybe you gotta get your green lanterns oh uh, man I, I just give up on liking things so they're just gonna they're just gonna bury it all on the ground anything I like. <laughs> i'm going i'm going hipster i'm going hipster i liked it before it was cool but <laughs> um, something that i'm probably not gonna like is the tv show krypton oh yeah uh we've talked we, we talked we talked about this like I want to say months ago. Like, this was last year. Yeah, it, we talked it, about. it pops up every, like, six months. But the series is very apparently very close to a pilot order at Sci-Fi. Like, we could see yeah. this possibly this fall. <laughs> see, I was always imagining this this maybe going to a network. And then the networks were just like, no, this show sounds dumb. And then Sci-Fi is like, we'll take it. <laughs> we need some superhero yeah, stuff. Yeah, we, we don't have yeah, a show. I'm, man, I'd, yeah, I'm not really looking forward to Krypton. Uh, I mean... Being said, though, Krypton was kind of more of the interesting parts of the Man of Steel movie, um, but I just can't imagine them developing a whole show around that. Like, Krypton is this futuristic, you know, space city, like, on a sci-fi budget. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Well, it, it, the, the, the thing is, it would take place around Superman's grandfather and, like, how he, like, got into it with all the other Kryptonian people and why his family was kind of, like, outcast slash exiles or something. So, I don't know. It doesn't really sell me either. But, again, I'm not watching Supergirl. And I'm not I'm not really thrilled to get more into the Superman world myself. <laughs> so, uh, and, again, it's sci-fi. So, you're right. The last comic book thing they did that I know of was uh, Man-Thing, which was a Marvel straight-to-TV mm-hmm. film from 2005. But... I will give I will give them some credit though they do they do have um they do have Z Nation which is a zombie show uh from the studio my wife works for and it doesn't make me sound impartial but the show is actually pretty entertaining but also they do have a sci-fi show called The Expanse that apparently is really good and I haven't had a chance to watch it just because like it's on Hulu but apparently I still need like a cable subscription to watch it so maybe eventually I'll be able to watch a season of it but I'm not saying necessarily sci-fi is a bad show but I a bad network but I mean like I already didn't care about Krypton it was going to have to probably be on like HBO for me to be interested in Krypton or like Showtime some sort of premium network <laughs> Yeah it, I just don't know what they can do like it just sounds cheesy in my head like I'm making the show in my head and it seems like they're trying really hard but not really getting there so yeah. I don't think so. like, sci-fi's not. Did the sci-fi do Battlestar Galactica? Uh, I don't know. Probably. <laughs> I feel like that was like their last good show, and like they've been yeah, trying to but, ke- play catch up ever since. So yeah, but I do notice you were talking about cheesy things, and I think that really leads us into this next chunk of I don't even know what it is. I kind of didn't even read this note, so I'm waiting for you to explain. I don't it know to how me. you didn't read this note. This note takes up probably a third of our notes. <laughs> yeah. But the Hasbro Cinematic Universe has got a lot of information come out this week, and I don't know how to take it. 
So first uh, off, we talked about the Hasbro Cinematic Universe as a combination of G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Visionaries, Mask, and ROM. Okay. And I, I only know what one of those things are. <laughs> mask? Is it Mask? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so it does not involve Transformers, sadly. However, I do know uh-huh. G.I. Joe and ROM. ROM's like the Space Knight, and I think Micronauts were comics as well. But um, they've got this team together. We've talked about this. You know, they had a, a Transformers writing team. Well, it seems like they also collaborated on another team to make the Hasbro Cinematic Universe work. Mm-hmm. And they've brought in some really big names. Uh, the the head, head person is Akiva Goldsman, who wrote A Beautiful Mind. And <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's, like, he's like the Kevin Feige of this cinematic universe. So, oh man okay so he's a sh- well they is better than dc they have a showrunner here okay give him that yeah that's true all right they've also got michael shabon who uh, wrote parts of spider-man 2 all right that was a good spider-man so that's that's positive brian k vaughn who wrote who writes the comic saga and why the last man Ooh, now that makes me interested okay and brian k vaughn is awesome nicole perlman who wrote the first uh, treatment of guardians of the galaxy and is writing captain marvel Ooh, okay. So this is this sounds like a lot of good people being paid a lot of money to care about this universe that nobody else cares about. Right. And then some others they brought on were uh, Lindsay Beer, uh, Transformers Five. I don't care. Chio yeah. Coker, who is the showrunner for Luke Cage. Okay. <laughs> John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, who are writing Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm-hmm. Joe Robert Cole, who did the show People vs. O.J. Simpson and worked on the Black Panther um, mm-hmm. uh, somewhere. Uh, Jeff Pinkner is doing the Dark Tower adaptation. Uh, I don't know who Nicole Regal is, but she apparently had a script called Dogfight that was purchased. And Geneva Robertson, who's working on the new Tomb Raider movie. Jesus, this is crazy <laughs> that when a... So now when we announce universes, we need to announce that there's people g- getting ready. I just imagine, like yeah, like you said, they're making like a team. Like I imagine they got them all like a uh, like NASCAR uniforms, and they just like put them all in like a board in like a boardroom. They're like, okay, we brought you all here. We wrote all these really nice checks for you. Now turn all of these weird toys and comic book properties into a universe. Make it cohesive. Kinda, like, stare. <laughs> yeah, they make it. They just like stare blankly at you, like. Uh, be like, hey, if you want to cash that check. So I imagine they're doing that game uh, called Heads Up where they each get the, 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 the show they're working <laughs> on and they put it above their head and someone has to describe it to them. And then that's how they're <laughs> taking notes. Or more like a Justice League kind of thing where they're all sitting around like a U-shaped chair and they're like, all right, we have one duty here and we have to make it work. <laughs> They're playing all these really weird party games to see who gets what. Everybody's crossing their fingers that they get G.I. Joe because it's, like, the one thing that they're familiar with. Then, like, somebody gets, like, visionaries. They're like, what the – then they, like, lean over to the person next to them like, do you know what this is? I'm never fucking – what is this? They're like, I don't know, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Uh, But, yeah, so they got a lot of um, big names involved here, and I just like, okay, that's cool. Let's do it. Let's see what happens. And – I guess we'll see what happens. Again, I don't know. they got big names here, but I don't know if it's really going to go anywhere. Uh, yeah, they- who knows? If, if this is a way for Brian K. Vaughn to get Saga or Why the Last Man into the big screen, I would be okay with that. Brian K. Vaughn, just hoard yourself out to this weird-ass universe that we're probably going to get maybe a third of the way through before it gets canceled, and then we're going to get freaking Saga. Man, Saga on the big screen would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really would. I mean... Uh, it's a great series. People should check it out. I think the first trade, every first trade out of Image is only $10, so feel free to go check that out. But, I mean, I don't know when this is going to go, but they got a lot, of, a lot of Marvel people involved in here, so that's something. Uh-huh. And uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll keep you guys updated. I'm sure you're sitting on the edge of your seats now waiting to see how that, that plays out. Uh-huh. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to talk about Independence Day Resurgence. Um, uh-huh. The new trailer came out, trailer number two. Uh, this one, I, again, I, d- I don't know what to do about this trailer. Um, yeah, I almost, I envision myself, um, thinking, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I envision that you put this at the very end of the show notes because we weren't going to have much to say on it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, this was very much at the end. Um, but I mean, to me, it's like, okay, they've got a bigger ship that's the size of the Atlantic Ocean is what I get. Um, you know, it's got its own gravity. Yeah, it's got its own gravity. It's, it makes sense why things going up. Uh, I just, it looks like a, a destruction porn kind of film. Like that, mm-hmm. that's the way to describe it. Um, it's just they, they were gonna blow things up. Things are gonna get destroyed. People are gonna die. It's you know world cataclysm. But there's gonna be one crazy man who flies into something and shoots it at the end and saves the whole world. Uh, mm-hmm. It's it's Independence Day again, but like just bigger and more 
you know better CG now after 20 years. But uh, I, I don't know. I guess at least they acknowledge it's been 20 years. That's one thing. Um, it's not trying to say this is like the next year, 20 years later. Uh-huh. But I, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to see it. But I think it's going to be one of those where I turn my you know thinking cap off and just yeah. coast with it. Yeah, probably like the same strategy with uh, Jurassic World. Just go in with like a pretty low bar just to have fun. I mean, I'm just happy to see uh, Jeff Goldblum just pal around. I mean, I'm sure he's going to buy a couple more houses for doing this movie. But Well, if he does uh, good, maybe he'll come back for Jurassic World too. <laughs> maybe. I'm crossing my fingers for you, buddy. That's for you. Yeah. So Jurassic, uh, Independence Day Resurgence trailer, number two. Check it out. Watch it. Get excited, I guess. Sure, do whatever you want. Uh, here's a bit of uh, interesting controversial news out of this week is the first look at Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. And you mean the, Poison Ivy? <laughs> Poison Ivy in the Power Rangers movie. So, to me, she looks like the incarnation of the Dragon Zord. Uh-huh. Um, like, she's got the green and the gold from the Dragon Zord. So, do you think that she will be in control of a Dragon Zord fighting the Power Rangers? I don't know. I'm not up on my um. I'm not up on my Power Rangers lore, this, but sure. This, I'm th- sure th- there's no, no one's lore. Gonna be... This is just from like <laughs> you know. There's a Dragon Zord, and usually a Green Ranger pilots it. But now we got a yeah. Green Witch. I'm sure nobody will be mad with whatever decisions they try to take for this movie. I don't know. It looks weird. I mean, I'm Elizabeth Banks in a kind of a serious role. I mean, the 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 show is already always really wacky. So who knows what tone they're gonna take i don't know she looks just really I, uh, bizarre she looks dirty <laughs> and maybe like in encha- like enchantress from suicide squad a little bit yeah like a lot of people were saying like oh if poison ivy was in uh zach snyder's uh cinematic universe this is what she would look like and i was like yeah i could kind of see I that kind of see it but i mean honestly to me it's very airbrushed very like photoshoppy like mm-hmm. it looks like they took her face and just made it photoshoppy rather than actually had her stand in the light i guess um, but at the same time, like, I don't care enough about this. Like, this doesn't offend me. <laughs> yeah, that's the best way to put it. We don't care enough about it. <laughs> we don't care enough. It doesn't offend me. Uh, I mean, Power Rangers, like, if you want something true to the Power Rangers, go watch the first Power Rangers movie because that did not work out at all. That was yeah, so bad. The, Let them have some fun the, with this and go do something new. Yeah, the show you remember as a child, 1,000% does not hold up. First of all, it was a, a Frankenstein creation of another uh, Japanese show mixed in with uh, some uh, American actors. So, um, who knows? Yeah, just go balls to the wall. Just give us something that I might enjoy. Go wild, money. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Like, power up or something. Whatever the power engine said. <laughs> okay. All right, last, last bit of news. Last bit of news for the day. Uh, Blade right, Runner right. 2 has been moved up three months to October 6, 2017. It sounds like they want to steer clear of uh, Star Wars. Yeah, um, uh, both Harrison Ford properties, I guess, except he's not really going to be in the next one. Um, but, uh, I mean, that's good. I think that they have faith in it. That, I mean, again, again, I'd rather have a movie move up than backwards. Um, but I, that's cool. I guess Blade Runner 2, Harrison Ford, Ryan Gosling, more people we've announced, but I've forgotten their names by now because there's just so much going on um so i feel like it's only a matter of time until ryan gosling uh pops up in a um in a superhero movie in some capacity what would you put him as i don't know i feel like i feel like he's the type of guy that doesn't really want to be uh boiled uh down and tied to a franchise but so i could see him maybe being a villain a a marvel villain uh, that gets off at the end of the movie yeah exactly yeah i i can maybe see him maybe being a henchman of of a of a higher villain like maybe like one of Thanos's generals or something like that. I don't know if he would go for henchman status. I think he wants to be like, uh, he wants to be first villain banana. But, see, I don't think he has that kind of commanding presence though that like someone like Thanos or or something would need. I think he could be like a, like a Corvus Glaive like from Marvel's Infinity Event a few years back, mm-hmm. like one of those. Like like it has a whole movie to himself but in the end Thanos is going to be the bigger gun behind him. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I don't think uh, we're going to be casting a Ryan Gosling as Apocalypse anytime soon, so. <laughs> no, they've already cast him as as Poe Dameron, so whatever. We'll move on from that. Uh at the end of the day, Mike, uh this has been a I guess another big week of news. We got a lot of stuff going on here. Um uh, but it, it sounds like your your comic books or your not comics, your your pickled comics are becoming, you know, Coming up rather frequently every week. Where can they find those at? 
Well, uh, as always, you can follow me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram and Twitter, and you can read my webcomics at pickledcomics.com. Chris, you write stuff on the internet, some nerdy stuff. Where can they find that? Oh, you can find it on comicui.com or on Facebook on comicui, or follow me on Twitter, Valdan. V-A-L-D-A-N. Last Friday, I live-tweeted my viewing of X-Men, the movie, and I have to do X-Men 2 sometime this week, so uh, if you want to, you know, I'll, I'll let someone know what I'm going to do that. It's probably probably before Friday, but I'm going to be live tweeting the next like four X-Men movies this week, some point because I got to catch up to watch apocalypse next month. So, Uh um, but, uh, maybe, maybe you'll live tweet Deadpool, Mike, I'll follow that. I'd watch that. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so, um, as as always, people are listening to us now, but where can they find us, including a new location? Ooh, well, let me know if you can spot the new location when I rail off this list. As always, please visit SuperheroSlate.com. That is the best place to find all the outlets for the show. Um, you can find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play Music, finally. Whoa, there it SoundCloud, is. SoundCloud, <laughs> Stitcher, Tumblr. You can subscribe to us. Just get us directly in your email inbox. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. If you're a fan of the show, head on over to any of these outlets where you can review stuff and leave us a review. That helps us pop up in search engines a little bit better. If you're a super fan of the show, Show, just share the show with a buddy spread the love of superhero slate mm-hmm. and uh let us know if google play music works out for you it's kind of weird it's like i've never seen google so late to the party with something like podcasts they should have been like doing this years ago and you can only view the page if you're like logged into a google account so they're already like fencing people out that just don't have a google account or just aren't logged in so yeah it's kind of T- ridiculous tldr maybe- you can't do it on an iphone either um, yeah, so, it, it, so this is mainly for you and Android power users out there. Yes, uh, because I know YouTube beats a lot of bandwidth, so if you want to subscribe to us via Google Play Music, we are one of the first podcasts on there. Get on us. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> okay, whatever. So. Like, sorry, I'm really, I'm really excited. It's like 2 in the afternoon here. I'm ready to roll. Yeah, you got stuff to do. I hope everybody looks forward to uh, Game of Thrones tonight. Uh, stay. I think right after Game of Thrones is Silicon Valley, which is this awesome comedy series about uh, – tech startups uh they're starting season three so you might need to go back and binge watch the first yeah. few seasons has tj tj miller who was weasel and deadpool yeah and uh, the whole the whole cast is hilarious um but yeah it's been a, it's been another week uh we actually had we had a lot of news we had a lot of stuff no, nothing huge and groundbreaking um like we usually seem to have in these last couple weeks but uh, we, that civil war is civil coming, war is soon, coming so soon and so help me god if anyone ruins it for me i will find you and hunt you down so but <laughs> all right well we'll, we'll be at a, 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 a at a fever pitch uh next week because yes. that'll be the last episode before we see civil war Yay. so we'll, we'll see you next week everybody bye bye Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe!